It's the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. That's me. We're keeping track of a huge lawsuit in the news. You may think all the COVID mandates are going out the window and life in America is like, I don't know, life in Florida, free, easy, but you're wrong. Some of the nation's top military special operators have been denied their God-given rights. This is the last place on earth that believes in God-given rights and the sovereignty of nations. That's how our country was set up. That's why people in history have declared the Constitution of America and our founding documents as the most extraordinary in the history of man. So let's go back to the God-given, that's right, in America, government doesn't give you your rights. Your rights are God-given, inborn as a member of the human race who lives in America. That's the way it's supposed to be. But check this out. Supreme Court justices can't just create rights out of whole cloth. At least they're not supposed to. Looking at you, Justice Harry Blackman. But what's old Joe, Joe Biden, doing to a subset of our best people in America? The best of the best. Well, it's absolutely criminal what he's doing. The U.S. Navy, the DOD, Department of Defense, and old Joe are going after our U.S. Navy SEALs who have refused on religious grounds, some of them anyway, 35 of them in this lawsuit, to receive the COVID shot. And because they haven't gotten the shot, that's right, still, they've spent their days on lockdown. Here's what the... U.S. Navy SEALs have been doing while they've been on lockdown uh, because they've pissed off the DOD and the U.S. Navy. Well, they're picking up trash, picking lint out of Velcro, taking out the garbage instead of killing bad guys. Oh, and the U.S. Navy and the SECDEF have told them if they don't get the COVID shot, wait for it, a set of our country's most elite warriors must give back the money spent to train them, which individually runs into the millions of dollars. The money given to woo them, the bonuses, oh yeah, have to give it back. Oh, and I'm sorry, your family, they can't travel, even for a doctor's appointment. And oh, by the way, Navy SEAL with a traumatic brain injury, you can't either. Wow. That's how you treat your American heroes? I don't care who you are. If you think that American troops can't say, wait a minute, to an experimental shot, they're still experimental, you guys. It's built on things, this shot, that they religiously find repulsive. They don't want to take the shot. Even if they've had COVID, the Navy says they have to take the shot. So I talked with Justin Butterfield of the FirstLiberty.org public interest law firm. And he's going to war with the SEALs. And he's doing it against this onerous mandate because it's the right thing to do. And it's probably becoming a class action lawsuit against this pile-on against the Navy SEALs because they recoil at having to take this experimental vaccine with which they disagree. Oof. So if they lose, Navy SEALs would be forced to give up their jobs. They'd have to give up their trident. 
they'd have to give up their religious liberties, which even though under the Uniform Code of Justice in the military, you don't have to give up your religious rights. There's nothing that says that RIFRA covers the military. So, so what's Lloyd Austin and Joe Biden doing here? What is the U.S. Navy secretary doing here? We have no idea. Just part of the plan, I guess. And the SEALs are fighting it. And they should win. Because guess what? Even now, you still have religious rights. Well, let's listen to this absolutely gobsmacking interview with Justin Butterfield about what has been done to the best of the best, the elite of the elite, the U.S. Navy SEALs, special operators who've been grounded. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Well, just reading over your lawsuit or your, your uh, latest filing and was sort of horrified. At, uh, <laughs> yeah, so uh, why don't we just start at the beginning and you tell me what is going on with this this lawsuit against the U.S. Navy. Sure. So we at First Liberty Institute represent 35 Navy SEALs and Naval Special Warfare personnel who have been honorably serving our country. Um, that you know They got into the military to defend the principles that our country is founded upon, um, and they have religious convictions about things like abortion and what they put into their bodies. And the Navy, in when they implemented their, their COVID-19 vaccine mandate, um, the COVID-19 vaccines are derived from and tested on aborted fetal cells. Uh, and, and a lot, the, our plaintiffs didn't feel that they could, they could take these, these vaccines and be, and hold to their religious convictions and be true to their religious convictions. And so they requested what's called a religious accommodation. That is, they asked the Navy, um, because of our religious beliefs, please don't require us to take this COVID-19 vaccine. Now, the law that, that Congress has applied to the Navy requires the Navy to take requests for religious accommodation seriously. Uh, our military has a long history of, of recognizing uh, requests for religious accommodation, religious objectors, and things like that, and respecting their religious liberty rights. And so these, these 35 Navy SEALs, Naval Special Warfare personnel, wanted that same sort of treatment. They wanted their religious accommodation requests to be taken seriously. And unfortunately, what we found is that the Department of Navy, the Department of Defense, had what is a sham process. That is, they received a religious accommodation request, and instead of looking at whether they could accommodate that request, they just rubber-stamped a denial for every single religious accommodation request. And in fact, in seven years, they've not granted a single request for religious accommodation for any active duty service member, though they have granted hundreds for non-religious exemptions. Such as medical uh, exemptions, right? Exactly, such as medical exemptions and also things like participating in studies. 
um, are, are two of the more common ones. So the, the Navy recognizes that, that you can be an active duty service member, including in special forces, and not take the vaccine for secular reasons. But if you have a religious reason, the Navy's treating you as a second class citizen and they're automatically denying them all. And the district court, we filed a lawsuit and the district court realized that, looked at the evidence and said, this seems to be a sham. It seems like the Navy is engaging in religious accommodation theater. They're not doing the, the analysis that Congress requires of the Navy. They're, they're not doing the, the analysis that the Constitution requires. And, you know, th- there's no COVID exception to our Constitution and there's no COVID exception to our military being subject to our political leadership in Congress. And so the, the district court issued an injunction against the Department of Defense, Department of the Navy, telling them you can't enforce this COVID-19 requirement against these 35 Navy SEALs and Naval Special Warfare personnel because you're doing it so wrong. You're, you're, you're violating their religious beliefs. You're not doing what Congress and Constitution require of you. Uh, the Department of Defense, the Department of Navy appealed to the Fifth Circuit. The Fifth Circuit looked at what the district court said, and the Fifth Circuit agreed and said, we think the district court got it right on the basis of the evidence that we have. And the Department of Defense and the Department of the Navy should be enjoined, should be prohibited from applying this mandate in this illegal way. So now the Department of Defense and the Department of the Navy have appealed to the U.S. Supreme Court. Um, They're seeking, they're asking the U.S. Supreme Court to, to block the injunction that the district court issued and the Fifth Circuit affirmed. Um, and we've replied to that and we're waiting to see what the Supreme Court does now. And if the Supreme Court says, nah, we're good, the previous courts, the other appeals courts said, yeah, we're fine. And, and if they say that, then you're good, right? That's it. Well, it, it during the pendency of the trial. So this is, this is, a uh, the, the Department of Defense and the Department of the Navy are asking the Supreme Court to stay it while we go through the, the, the litigation, the, the full trial of, did you fully, in fact, violate their, their religious liberty rights? The problem with that is that if, if they were to prevail at the Supreme Court, if the, if the Department of Defense were to prevail at the Supreme Court, then they would be able to take action against our plaintiffs um, because they have not gotten the vaccine. But, but if they are forced into getting the vaccine, you know, getting a vaccine is forever. Um, what we're asking them to do what we're asking the Supreme Court to do to deny the the stay of the injunction is to leave things as they have been for the past two years, where where the Navy has recognized that you can be a a productive member of even the Naval Special Warfare um, personnel and without being vaccinated. And in fact, as they've allowed hundreds of na- naval personnel to do um, for secular reasons. And so we're asking them to leave things as they are while, while we go through this trial and find out exactly what is going on. Okay, so you understand that this looks to everyone else in the country and has since the inception of this uh, sort of blackout of these Navy, Navy SEALs that it looks like a, an ideological purge. I, I think that's exactly what it is. You know, there, there is no reason for the Navy to, to be taking these actions against these Navy SEALs, unless it's an ideological purge. And, you know, sometimes we, we get people saying, well, um, uh, it's, it's not up to, to the courts to be telling the Navy what they should, should or shouldn't be doing. But that's not what we're asking for. If you look at what, what the Navy is doing, 
that the Navy is doing things like denying one plane, one of our plaintiffs medical treatment for a traumatic brain injury because it won't allow him to travel by car to receive that, that medical treatment. Um, it's requiring another Navy SEAL, um, to get the vaccine, even though he's about to retire. And it's requiring another Navy SEAL to pick up trash and pull weeds and pick lint out of Velcro. Those, those are the sorts of actions that the Navy is, is requiring of these SEALs. And it, it's really just absurd. And the only, the only explanation for it is that, that they want to have an ideological purge and push out anybody who dares to, to want to follow their religious beliefs in a, in a way that the Navy doesn't like. And, and in a way that Congress has required the Navy to recognize. Go back over what they're doing in punitive fashion against the men who are not towing the line of getting the COVID vaccine. They are forcing them to pick up trash, pull weeds, take out the trash, pick lint out of Velcro. Pick lint out of Velcro, um, watch a wall be painted. Uh, and what's what's especially funny, I think, is that some of them they are assigning to uh, escort retired service members. So clearly, the Navy doesn't actually think that that there's any real danger here. They they are looking for they are looking for ways to punish these seals for standing up for their religious beliefs, for their religious convictions. You know, the most foundational principle in America, and and these have the temerity to to ask that we respect that that foundational principle. The very act of filing a lawsuit, in this case, I guess you're hoping for class action, is uh, seen as insubordination, correct? Well, they haven't said that they're insubordinate. Uh, the problem is that the Navy is saying, oh, we're, we're treating these very seriously. But if you look at the 50-step pre uh, operating procedure for how the Navy is handling these, and remember, by law, they're required to give to, to actually consider each religious accommodation request and, and, um, do a, do a full analysis of will they be able to grant that request for each individual applicant. Instead, there's their operating procedure for how they handle these is step one, prepare a denial. And then there's, right. there's a bunch of steps after that of reviewing the denial to make sure the denial is good. You say uh, in your brief, you say in your brief that it's a six phase, 50 step procedure to pr mm -hmm. process a religious accommodation request, which begins by instructing an administrator to use a prepared disapproval template. Exactly. And, and I think that fits perfectly in with the evidence that we've had that, that they have not in seven years granted a single religious accommodation request. This is what they did at the Air Force as well. I've heard from people in the Air Force and who had medical exemptions and they wouldn't let them out. It was kind of ridiculous or wouldn't allow them for the particular request that they issued. And I'm just, uh, I, I mean, the, the Navy, the military is under the free restoration freedom uh, re is a religious restoration the religious freedom restoration Act, thank you yes. rifra i guess i should have just said that you would have known exactly what i was talking about so uh, they're under rifra what the hell exactly you know it, it's important that our military is subject to our our political leadership in this country you know you you look at other countries when when the military decides we, we're going to not be bound by what our political leadership tells us that that's always a, uh, uh, a bad sign 
uh, yeah. of freedom in those countries. Um, so here, our political leadership, Congress, has told the military, you, you have to respect their religious uh, beliefs their, and, and provide appropriate um, consideration of religious accommodation requests. And one of the ways Congress has done that is through enacting RIFRA, which applies to the military. And the military is simply ignoring that. The other thing that they're doing in punitive fashion is to come back at the Navy SEALs who undergo literally millions of dollars in training and saying, oh, yeah, you don't want to take this shot? Well, guess what? You have to pay back all the money we spent to train you up. Absolutely. And, you know, as you say, that's that's potentially in the millions of dollars. And so um, if the Navy were to do that, that that would be devastating, not only uh, driving these these seals and naval special warfare personnel out of out of um, their career their their chosen service to our nation um, defending these values but it would be financially ruinsome to them uh, and and it, it's really it, as you say just a purely punitive action on their part you know I was thinking about it today as I uh, was talking talking to myself about talking to you and and I thought you know, People will say that a religious exemption for a person who goes out and kills people and damages things is kind of silly. But indeed, I would rather have a person uh, who knows objective truth and is a person with ethics carrying that gun and those weapons than I would have someone who had no values whatsoever. It seems to me a particularly poignant moment to say, these guys deserve our support. These are the people we want representing us out there. Absolutely. Do, do you want a military of people who respect the values that we've cherished in this country for hundreds of years? Or do you want a military of people who think that the law doesn't apply to them? Exactly. Well, and they're going to say, they're going to say, well, uh, the law doesn't apply to these guys because of the vaccine requirement, which, by the way, if we may, you know, I'd love for you to address that as well, uh, Justin Butterfield. But also, I would like to say that if, you know, you've got the Navy climbing down from all of its mandates right now and it's uh, it's other covid rules. So how is it that they continue to punish the Navy SEALs involved in your 30, you know, the 35 plaintiffs you have your lawsuit and, and uh, justify the punishment thereof. Yeah, it, it's exactly right. It, it's absurd. And the, the analysis that, that RIFRA requires, that the law requires of the military, is that they look at each request for religious accommodation and determine, um, is it the belief sincere? And if it is sincere, does the government have what's called a compelling interest in requ- nevertheless requiring that person to, to have their, their religious principles burdened? And that compelling interest test requires them to look at all the circumstances around each request. And that can be things like, um, what are other reasons that we have permitted people to not be vaccinated in, in their job? How will vaccination affect them? Can we, can we find some other way to, to permit this person um, to to both hold to their religious beliefs and and do what we need them to do. And the Navy has to make that determination, and that is the step that the Navy is just not doing. Instead of looking at, is there a compelling reason to require each individual uh, religious requester um, an accommodation, they're just saying, no, we're going to deny them all because we don't value religion. 
Yeah, that's a pretty tough sell to a Supreme Court like the one we have now with a 6-3. And all of the people, I suppose, are of some religious persuasion, but that's a tough sell. That is a tough sell, um, no matter how you... You square it. So next steps here. Oh, one more thing before we go. In terms of punishment of the Navy SEALs involved in this case, the Navy has said that they're undeployable. And if they're not deployable, they have to give up their tridents. Yes. Um, And if if any of your listeners are in the special forces world and understand how valuable a trident is to a Navy SEAL. Um, It's basically taking their trident away is saying you're no longer a Navy SEAL. You're, you're no longer a part of the community. And, and it's, it's really devastating to them when they've, they've wanted to serve this country and they've served this country so admirably that they, they became a Navy SEAL. Um, And to have that taken away from them, because they also wanted to follow their religious convictions. It's just wrong. You know, as I look at certain cases in the federal appeals courts, and uh, especially the SCOTUS cases, I'm learning a little bit more about the scrutiny that certain appeals have um, or given and accorded by the, the courts. And would this be a case, should it arise to the level of a Supreme Court case, a strict scrutiny case? The, the toughest well, of all scrutinies? Yes. And so that that's what RIFRA um, oh, it requires, requires and the okay. Constitution mm-hmm. and the Constitution in this case where where they have. Um, Be- because it's a First Amendment case. Because it's a First Amendment case where they have have granted individualized exceptions for other non-religious reasons. So, yes, it, it would be a strict scrutiny case. Um, and, and when I was saying that they have to look at the requests and determine whether there's a compelling interest, that's what that strict scrutiny analysis requires. Okay. So the other thing that I'm hearing and uh, I, I, you allude to in your, your uh, brief is the, the fact that the families, the families of the Navy SEALs cannot travel. Why? Yep. It, the, the Navy regulations are, are just that absurd. And, you know, it's even more absurd when you, when you realize that, um, it, it sounds like they're almost trying to create some sort of a quarantine, right? But, but the Navy, the SEALs, all of the SEALs work with contractors, private contractors who do not have to be vaccinated. Um, they can meet people in the public who don't have to be vaccinated. Uh, they cannot be vaccinated themselves if they're participating in trials or if they have a medical reason. Um, so they're, they're interacting with, you know, dozens to hundreds of potentially unvaccinated people. Um, but, but th- because they are Navy SEALs who dared question, um, this order, and its applicability to them under with their religious accommodation request. Uh, not only are they being, you know, denied the ability to travel for medical treatment, but their families are being being limited as well. And it's just absurd. Yeah, it pretty much is. I have another question for you because I know people listening to this are screaming. Victoria, ask the question. How many of your 35 plaintiffs have already had COVID? Quite a few of them. And, you know, that's another thing that that has to be considered in whether in determining whether there's a compelling interest in requiring vaccination. You know, if you've already had COVID, if and you have a natural immunity, um, it makes sense that that it's going to be less. There's going to be less of an interest in requiring you to get vaccinated when you already have natural immunity. And 
quite a few of them have, and the Navy has completely disregarded that fact. <laughs> it's pretty ridiculous. I mean, considering they're climbing down off all the other mandates and, and uh, rules that they've had, and they're ge- becoming less strict about COVID, it seems to me that they would um, also climb down on their punishment of the Navy SEALs, but apparently not. That's that's a pretty sad fact. Now, one more time, what next steps are there regarding this case? So we're waiting to see what the Supreme Court does with the government's request to to block the injunction. Um, and you're arguing, of course, that they they, they should uh, leave the injunction, leave the injunction in, place. in place until such time that it, it it goes up to the SCOTUS, I guess, right? Well, yes. So if they leave the injunction in place, it'll it'll go back down to the district court, mm-hmm. um, and we'll be de- having to decide whether whether this will be a uh, class action case or it will remain with our thirty five present plaintiffs, um, and then we'll we'll be litigating this and and heading towards a, a final outcome. At what point do you get classified as a class? Doesn't the uh, federal appeals court judge have to do that? Uh, well, the, the district court judge does. So we, we've requested class certification, um, and, and we're, we're waiting on, on rulings on that. And when do you expect those? Uh, it's probably going to depend on, on the timing of the Supreme Court and, and the district court. Will you have to rebrief all of this if it becomes a class action? No, the, the, m- most of the briefing is the same, um, regardless. They won't make a deal over. Uh, we we may have to rephrase some of it, but but you know the concepts what they've been doing to these thirty five plaintiffs are the same thing they've been doing to all active duty service members in the Navy. Um, so it's 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 mostly going to be the same. Mm-hmm. Okay, I was just wondering because you know it's the old dipsy doodle at the end to go. Oh, sorry, I got to rebrief everything. Oh, sucks to be <laughs> you, you know. And there you have hundreds and thousands of man hours again, once again, having to. Uh, just change stuff. Uh, what else have I not asked that we need to talk about before I let you go? Uh, I think that's about it. Seriously, are you sure? Are you sure about that now, Justin? <laughs> I, I think you've covered it pretty well. Okay. Well, listen, thanks so much. I appreciate what you and First Liberty does for the First Amendment and uh, religious freedom. Sure appreciate it. Thank you for oh, coming on. Oh, you're welcome. And your listeners can follow along on this case at firstliberty.org. Excellent. We'll put that in the show notes as well. Thanks, Justin. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adult in the Room podcast. To keep the programs you like to listen to, please rate this podcast with a fantastic five stars on your Apple podcast app every time you listen. And give me a great review. Plus, of course, subscribe to the podcast. It makes a difference with the big tech algorithm and the big tech oligarchs. And it makes us easier to find. Please get in touch with me on all the big tech stuff. Yeah, we're still there. Using the names Victoria Taft or the Adult in the Room podcast on MeWe, Parlor, Minds, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks to 1A Cast for imaging, editing, and production. The fantastic song is Gospel by the March 4th Band of Portland, Oregon. Music for Antifa versus Mike Strickland is Ride or Die by Raps by RC. The Adult in the Room podcast is also a production of Flamingo Road Studios. Remember, head up, heart out, and strive to be the adult in the room. Till next time, mischief managed.